Hello and welcome to Series 2 of the Modern Goddess Podcast. My name is Cindy Johns and if I had to give myself a title, I would call myself an ambassador for women's self-empowerment. My mission for Modern Goddess is to empower women to know themselves, to be confident in themselves so that they can be themselves. If you would like more information on the work that I do or you'd like to join one of our Modern Goddess retreats or courses, please visit the website at www.themoderngoddess.net. This series of the Modern Goddess podcast is focusing on how to manifest the abundant life of your dreams. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi ladies, welcome to episode two of series two of the Modern Goddess podcast. We are talking about manifesting for this whole this whole season. I'm having so much fun over on my Facebook page. We're actually having a manifestation party and we are having the best time. I've had quite a few Facebook live events on there. Um, I'm in the middle of creating my Facebook Modern Goddess group where we will do even more trainings on abundance and manifesting and loads of other things, loads of other things. I've got a big year planned. So if you're interested in more more learning, more manifestation tips, more, more abundance and more fun and more connection with other women who have a like-minded attitude towards creating abundance in their lives, please head over, it, just search for the Modern Goddess Community in the search bar and the page will come up. And then from there, you can join the group. Awesome. So let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about letting abundant prosperity flow in your life. So big topic. So let's get onto it because I know you're busy people and you don't want to be listening to me for an hour. So I'm going to start with defining the word prosperity. So prosperity is defined as a successful, flourishing or thriving condition. Abundance is defined as a very large quantity of something, a profusion. And manifest is defined as the evidence of. So in a negative sense, Susie manifested signs of depression, but in the way that we want to use it, Susie manifested an abundance of prosperity. How cool is that? That is totally what we're doing here, right? We're learning how to manifest an abundance of prosperity. Brilliant. So now that we've cleared that up, let's talk about how to actually manifest an abundant and abundant prosperous flow my very first point is to identify the vacuum 
So Catherine Ponder, the original queen of manifesting and prosperity, in her book written in, I think it was written in like the 1920s, she states that the universe abhors a vacuum. So basically, if there is a big empty hole anywhere, your higher power will rush in to fill it. And if you look at nature, there's never, you know, there's always something growing. There's no, even if you're looking out into an, an expanse, like an open field, there's always something to look at. Sky, dirt, rocks, there's always something. So if there's a great big empty hole in your life, just get out of the universe's way and let them fill it. So let me give you a personal example of that. Many, many years ago, um, I, I, I was working in retail and I really, there was a certain Australian fashion company that I just desperately wanted to work for. I just loved their clothes and I'd walk past the shop and see all the girls in the beautiful shop, in the beautiful clothes in the shop and I just, I just wanted to work there. I was working for Foot Locker. Now there's nothing wrong with Foot Locker but I liked pretty clothes. I wanted to work in this other shop. Didn't want to wear sneakers to work every day and you know that black and white uniform, so unflattering. Anyway, so I desperately wanted to work for them and I, I wasn't earning a lot of money, but I just, I, I would go to the op shop. We had an op shop up the road from my house that had a lot of secondhand clothes from these design, this designer that I wanted to work for. And I do remember one day going in there and buying the most sensational white pants from this brand and a few other little tops and things. And I just thrashed this outfit, just thrashed it because, you know, they were my fa it was my favourite clothing. And as a result, it was looking a bit, a bit trashy because it was secondhand to begin with and then I wore it half to death after that. But anyway, so cut a long story short, the opportunity to work for this company came up. So I applied and I got an interview and I was so excited. And at the same time, I was reading Catherine Fonda's book. And of course, the way the universe works, I was reading the part about the universe of Paul's vacuum. So I was like, okay, I am getting rid of every piece of clothing from this brand in my cupboard. Just get rid of it. It's all secondhand. It's looking a bit tatty. It's not really doing me any good anymore. And I also had a great big vacuum where my money should have been <laughs> because I was only working. I was working three hours a week doing lunchtime covers at Foot Locker, which, you know, my gosh. Anyway, so I was broke and... And the, the thing is to get rid of those clothes, it was actually a difficult thing for me to do because I loved them. I just loved them. And I thought if I get rid of them, I'm never going to, you know, and then I don't get this job. I'm not going to, how am I going to replace them? I'm going to be worse off than what I was beforehand. But I made the commitment. I was going to create a vacuum where my certain branded clothes were. So I got rid of them. I just got them right out of my cupboard, right out of my life, it hurt, but I did it. 
anyway, I went to this interview and before the interview had even ended, I got the job. They gave me the job there and then. It must, I'm like, it was just so enthusiastic. I'm sure that just came right through. Anyway, so I started work and, you know, really, really generous discounts on their clothes. So I worked for them for three years after that in management roles and casual positions across two states. I just loved working for them. And uh, the 50% discount helped. And I still have some of their clothes in my wardrobe now. They don't fit me, but there's, there's the very first piece of clothing that I bought with my discount I kept as a reminder to clear out your junk when you want stuff. Create the vacuum, the universe will fill it. So you have to get rid of what's not great in, in order to receive what is great, what you really, really want. And that doesn't have to be something physical or material like the clothes in my case. If you're wanting a relationship, I mean, you could have some really junky, uh, bad attitudes that are blocking your ability to receive. You might still be holding on to pain from a last relationship or resentment or um, just still harboring your broken heart. You know, we women, we, we find it hard to let go of, of things sometimes, right? So you could have, your heart could be just full of previous bullshit from your last relationship. So work through that. Let that stuff go. Forgive who you have to forgive. And forgive yourself as well. You know, sometimes we do dumb stuff and we think, oh, my goodness, how did I not see, how did I did not see that that man was cheating on me, how it was so obvious when I look back. You know, you forgive yourself for that. Forgive yourself. And then have that great big open space in your heart ready for God to whoosh right in there and, and, and fill it, give you what you want. So get rid of your junk, whatever it is, whatever you need, you want to fill, create that hole so the universe can rush in and fill it. Now, the next thing, give blessings. So if you're in the middle of manifesting something and you want it so bad, but, you know, it's not coming yet, it's taking a while, and usually the reason it's, take, it's taking a while is because you're not ready for it. But anyway, that's another story. So you're working, you're working, you know, you're getting ready to manifest your stuff. And then you walk down the street and you see someone with exactly what you want. They might have, you know, they might get out of their car and be wearing the outfit that you, you know, the outfit that you could really, really see yourself in. They might have your dream car. They might, you know, your girlfriend might ring you up and say, I just scored my dream job and her dream job is your dream job. Or maybe it's not even her dream job, but she just got this job and it's the job that you wanted. Or, or your friend or someone that you know has just gotten engaged and they're happy. And you really want to be engaged and happy too. It happens. Don't, don't fall into that rabbit hole of comparison, which is usually, well, for me, I'll speak for myself, usually the first thing I do is, well, I used to do, is start thinking, well, how come they've got that and I haven't? What am I doing wrong? What have they done to get that that I'm not doing? 
And then I start beating up on myself and then it turns into this huge spiral and then sometimes maybe even a bit of resentment towards if it's someone that you know, you know, a bit of resentment that sort of taints the friendship, which is really stupid. Why would you destroy a friendship or affect a friendship because they've got something that you want that's just mindless silliness? Instead, as soon as you see that happening, and maybe start feeling those little twinges of comparison. You bless that person. You say in your, to yourself, you say, brilliant, I am happy for you and I wish more of that for you. Whatever it is, whatever good juju they've got going on, you wish them more. Because by doing that, you're raising your vibration. You're raising your energy level. You're high-vibing it. You're changing your mental process as well. So you're going from negative, what's wrong with me, why can't I get that, to how fantastic. I hope she gets more of that. Then you've completely changed the way you're looking at things. Your energy level is different. Your friend, your, the person who's got what, what it is that you want is just feeling your love. And, you know, you, you send love, you get love. And on that point, remember that in order to receive, you must first give. So if you're just giving out negative vibes about wanting and coveting whatever that person has, then you're going to just get negative vibes back. But if you're loving on that person and really, really I mean, even if you have to go away for a little while because, you know, you're not, um, it's not an authentic thing yet, do that. Remove yourself for a day. Sort yourself out and then come back and bless that person and do it from the heart. And, and yeah, just create a better vibe, a better energy for yourself and for the people around you. And don't be losing friends because, you know, because of your negative mindset. And my final point today is to keep the prosperous energy flowing. So I had a friend who, when I, when I met them, they were working in a shop and within maybe two years, they were running their own business and they were a multi-millionaire. And my friend told me that for him, being abundant meant that you kept that flow going. So the moment he received money or favour or whatever it was, he made sure that he passed some of it on. So when he got good stuff, somebody else got good stuff. Someone in the community got good stuff. A friend, he helped out a friend. So in that way, he just kept the abundance flowing. So the Christians, Christians teach that you cannot outgive God. And that is something 100% true. So before I started on my, um, my abundance mindset training, I, it's embarrassing to admit, but I was pretty stingy. I was a stingy person and I did not give a lot because I always felt that I never had enough. You know, I wasn't earning enough. I wasn't, um, I, I just never had enough to share in my, in my own opinion. And when I started going to church and I started hearing about you, you know, you can't outgive God. The more you give, the more you receive. It took a little while, but once I started started practicing that, and I would give a little bit, and I always found that 
every time I gave a little bit, I got a little bit of something back. And not, not just money, um, actually very often not money, just, I don't, I don't know, just by opening my heart and doing things like, I'm also a very shy person, but by opening and opening myself up to go and talk to someone in church that I hadn't spoken to before, quite often I'd find that that person was feeling a little bit mm, about being there as well and then I'd make a friend or, or I'd, I'd learn something from that person that helped me to then give a little bit more and spiralling on and on and on. And while I really loathe that, that saying you have to, you know, don't, like you have to give to receive, you do have to give to receive, but that doesn't mean you go out with the intention, I'm going to give this person $50 so that I get $100 back. That's not the way it works. The way it works is that without expecting anything, but knowing that by freeing your prosperity and your abundance, the channels are open for you to receive more prosperity and abundance. And that doesn't mean that you go out and give your last $50 to the homeless person in the street. That does not mean that. I mean, if you want to, go for it. Go for it. You will still get a huge blessing. But it means that even maybe just go and talk to that homeless person. Just go and say, hey, how are you going? Are you okay? Look at them. You know, we, we avert our eyes when, when we walk past homeless people and sometimes all they want is to someone to just acknowledge that they're alive. You can make a person's day just by going up to them and saying hi. Give a smile to someone who's looking really, really grumpy in the shop. You know, smile at them. And find ways to give and you will notice that abundance will come through you again because you're being a channel, you're being a conduit. You're opening yourself up in whatever way. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be clothes. Just give what you can. Give what you feel like giving on that day. If it hurts you, like if you are like, I am in such a foul mood, but you make yourself smile at the next person who walks into your office or that you meet walking down the street or getting on the bus, just smile you'll receive something from that immediately. So there you go. They are my three things. Get out of the way of the universe, create that vacuum so that your God, your higher power, whatever you want to call it, can just sweep in there and fill it with all the good stuff. Give blessings when you see people walking around with what you've got. Don't fall into that trip of that, sorry, that tunnel of comparison it leads nowhere nowhere good and thirdly keep that prosperity flowing as soon as you know just give 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 of whatever you can and as soon as something comes in give a little bit more stretch yourself a little bit more and then receive a little bit more give a little bit more keep it flowing keep it flowing don't hoard stuff to yourself because you know you'll end up like scrooge nothing good about that Fantastic. Again, thank you so much for joining me. This is what I love doing. I love teaching and thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again next Monday. Thank you so much for your time today. If you like what you heard in this episode, please share it with as many women as you can. 
And if you would like to join our Modern Goddess community, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Modern Goddess. Have a great day. And remember, your higher power wants you to have your desires.